Hi everybody, this is Jeremy from In Bed by Nine. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the episode and wondering how you can support the show, there are several ways you can go about this. First one would be to leave a rating on your preferred, your preferred platform. Um, the second one would be to leave a review. Um, I know not all, not all platforms have the option to leave a review. So if you can't on your platform, um, consider going to Podchaser and leaving a review there. Um, reviews help us get out there, help folks who might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, and also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, word of mouth is such a powerful tool still in the digital age. On to today's episode, man. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, welcome to In Bed by Nine. I'm Jeremy, and how are you, Alex? I'm awake, Jeremy. I'm awake. Semester's over. Semester A is in the books. Semester B starts up tomorrow. Ooh, I like so that. We're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Hours. Yeah. Go ahead. Did you got hours between them? I like it. Yeah, it's all good. Well, it okay. Tally ended Friday, and then today was like teacher work day, which was like closing the books down, and then tomorrow was like day one stuff. So. Yeah, like fun times. Easy, breezy, halfway there. Oh, yeah. Semester B flies by so fast. Before I blink, it'll be June, and I'll be done. And I'll be on summer vacation again. Which will fly by even faster. <laughs> uh, Yeah, usually it does. Now, actually, the funny part is when, when summer vacation hits, it as long as it's before the 4th of July, it goes slow. After the 4th of July, I start seeing the come back to school commercials and then things start to go faster. You're like, ugh. ugh." Yeah, that depression can set in pretty quick. It starts to show up, creeps up. So, yeah, I always like school here. I I don't know. That's why I'm a teacher. I like school. So, yeah. I sure hope so. Yeah. All right. What's up with you and your world there, Jeremy? Uh, Not a whole lot. Um, Got about a month of uh, physical therapy left, and then I should be good after that. Back lips and back to gymnastics. I love it. I know. Hey, I'll have the skill level I had before, which is novice, to say the least. But hey. But no, it's just really, it's just the only thing really holding me back. It's just the, uh, well, I'd say two things. I got to get the, got to get the upper part of my leg a little bit stronger which is what the focus is going to be. And then um, just got to get used to walking without a cane everywhere, like inside, Mm -hmm. especially when I'm there. I do it all the time, no problem. And then it's like, get outside. Like we had that snow, like I'm afraid to go outside Mm -hmm. because of... uh, Oh, it's slippery. Yeah, ice. Yeah. Go get the mail today. You know, I've taken walks down the sidewalk and most of the time it's been pretty dry and not nothing to worry about and it's not even that cold but mm-hmm. yeah with the I don't, and i don't even know if there is ice out there you know i mean but hey i don't i'm not taking any chances so well now when you're that you know, fully stable makes sense i got you on that i got you on that so but i mean i have to just wait until 
hopefully over the next six months this drop foot thing goes away and I get full control of my ankle back because I have to wear my my brace until then if I'm not walking I mean it's not like a huge thing it's just like a slide into the foot and there's just a small pool that goes behind just stabilizes the ankle from dropping uh dropping my foot down so because if I didn't like say I was going up the stairs you know your foot you're taking a step it's just normal but without it it drips down because the nerves asleep yeah when they were doing my surgery to stop the bleeding um they packed it just insane amounts to stop the bleeding and they packed it over the sciatic nerve so it put the sciatic nerve on my left side to sleep so i've been slowly getting sensation and movement and control back in that foot for the last six months there you go yeah so but it could be six to 18 months they say before everything's full so I mean, my bone, everything else is healed structurally inside of my my hip, pelvis, all that. It's just that nerve building up the muscle and waiting for that nerve to wake up. And there's a small chance it never could. And if it does, doesn't, then I'd be stuck wearing that brace. But I mean, hopefully, yeah. it but you can't click on kids. Give it time. Just give it time. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm patient. I've waited six months already with six more. So. But um, yeah. So what do we got on today's docket? Yeah. So uh, you know, we're still looking. Toss out here. We're still looking for people to come hang out with us and do more interviews. So hopefully, get that rolling pretty soon. Start getting more interviews in here with us. Because those interviews are always great. Um, because we can learn a little bit more on the world that's out there. Um, so you know, Jeremy, you actually came up with today's episode. I mean, today for me, it, I've been zonked sideways been way too busy to start thinking and just trying to get things back to get my brain in the right place my big thing here so i let you kind of came up with a good list of stuff talking pretty much around the idea of like what we deal with is social media and content creation so start looking at some stuff and maybe having a discussion amongst ourselves here on just different types of social media and then what we do for content creation so i love it so, like, the first question you put out here is, like, what are what types of social media do you currently use? So, what do you mean by that? Um, Like, what social media platforms do people, know, you know, know and use? I mean, okay. there's so many of them out there. Um, And for people listening, you know, tweet at us, DM us, whatever. Um, you know, social media posts that you use. I know with, um, it's been a lot of news with, you know, things like Twitter with the whole Elon Musk takeover. Is Twitter going to crash and burn? What are, you know, alternatives for that? And then you've also got, you know, uh, there's all sorts of things on TikTok with people worried that the Chinese government has access to the, <laughs> to the data. And then, you know, Facebook, you know, with their moderation policies on, you know, hateful speech, people getting put in Facebook jail for saying things that aren't even you know, they, they get flagged for whatever reason. So there's a whole bunch of different questions and concerns over different platforms. So I was wondering what people use and, uh, well, you know, that kind of thing. Well, even there, I think about that when you, your question brought to the question you typed in here made me think too, is like, are you more of a fan of like text-based, a, uh, AKA Twitter, uh, Reddit, um, uh, well, Twitter, Reddit, and uh, we're trying to get another one here. 
not Facebook in a way, but more text-based systems? Or are you more a fan of like TikTok and YouTube and Instagram, which is more photos? Yeah, visual. Type, so visual social media. Like, I guess what the media that you like to use. I mean, personally, when I think of stuff, like I have a Marriott of options. Like I use Twitter quite a bit. Um, uh, I have a Facebook account, but I don't really use it anymore. It's there. Um, but I use it to kind of keep up with my family. Um, and then I use TikTok a lot because I I am a drone and can sit there and just lose myself away for 45 to an hour and not realize it because I'm sitting there looking at media and just turning my brain off. Um, literally turning my brain off and doing that, which is great. Um, even then too, like I would even put in here like YouTube as being a social media aspect because I like to use it to watch videos on topics of my choice and I'm learning something or gaining something from it. It's still a social media aspect because I guess I'll type and interact with somebody a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I do enjoy those a lot. So, I mean, I guess for me, if you were to kind of give me a type of social media, I use it all. <laughs> like, there's that one I'm like, eh, I'm on Reddit all the time too. Um, it's not one I'm not like fully geared into more than others. Um, so when I look at that, it's just, think about social media that way. I guess, yeah. which ones do you use? Um, I kind of, like you said, I use it. I consume a lot of like stuff on YouTube and, and TikTok and stuff to watch. And I kind of gear it towards the same uh, reason you do, especially for YouTube. I like watching stuff to learn how to do something, if I got to troubleshoot something or, or do whatever. Um, When I'm trying to communicate or use social media to, uh, you know, put you know talk to people with content that you know i'm involved with creating or interacting with i use twitter probably more than anything um i'm not a huge you know instagram person because a lot of the content i am involved with uh isn't so much video or stuff like that or pictures you know it's more of a audio or uh streaming and you know there's obviously other platforms like twitch and and podcast you know apps that you know that we use for that stuff but twitter when i'm communicating i, I do the facebook thing like you do i don't, I don't really use it anymore except yeah. to kind of get on there and see what's going on and i'd watch the world burn around me a little bit when i go on there yeah usually if i want to get a good laugh to be honest it's like walking into like a like a, it is like walking to warehouses on fire like yeah okay everything's still burning all right, cool. Yeah, yeah <laughs> as long as Rome's burning, I'm I'm good. So um it means it's it, they're busy and, and they don't got time for me. So but um yeah, so I think I, there. I think it's a you know, there's there's different ways to use it and, and consume it in terms of uh So I guess yes, what's your favorite one? Uh if I have to use something to use it, write it, promote yeah. something like that, I definitely use uh Twitter. Uh, more than anything mm -hmm. um, but to watch stuff definitely youtube man on there every day doing i do say i think my favorite one is reddit if That's i had a... i don't use a lot and i need to probably start using it more there's, there's something about well like i guess why i like reddit is because it's kind of like a hub of everything and then when you start like you kind of get in that and you're like oh and then you can kind of get everywhere yeah. so 
that's why I kind of like if I had to pick one, like if I didn't have access to one, like Reddit would be the one I would hopefully I have access to because then I can just it's like a hub unit I can go anywhere with now. Huh. Like, I like Twitter. I like those stuff. It's for just... me, I can I can find a video or something that's interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So okay. So on the flip side of that, what's yeah. what's one you, you either don't like or have had a bad experience with? Um, Macedon. I mean, I was like that one. I didn't like. I got on there thinking, okay, Twitter's going. Let's try something else. And I jumped on Macedon, and I was like, oh, this is useless. Like straight away, like as soon as I got onto it, I was like, this is useless. And then on the same note, hover, hover sounded cool. Hover sounded great. Hover hit the ground hard. Um. As the little guy was falling, like he finally hit the ground splat. Like that was pretty. Like, oh, right, hover's gonna yeah. be cool. I was you, um, you just stole my answer there. I was gonna say hover. Um, I'm that was... doing the Mastodon experiment. I've been posting when we put a new episode up because there's a couple of folks on there that left Twitter that I know watched. Yeah. Or, excuse me. Listen to the podcast. So, and I didn't ever communicate with them any other way but Twitter. But um, I haven't gotten any bites or likes, and I've tried following people, so I, I'm thinking it's going to be a failure. But yeah, Hubbard, that one turned out to be quite a bust. I thought the was, concept was good, yeah, but um, backed hard, yeah, like the interaction was weird, it didn't seem real at times, and it was like it, the same people just cannibalizing everybody's attention. Yes. It was, it seemed it, you had like it worked well for if you were the first ones into it. You were yeah. you you benefited heavily. There's a guy on there that I follow, um, that literally I knew nothing about him, and I just kind of saw he was one of the early like users of it. And he went full tilt on there, and he's a partner now on Twitch, and like he yeah. really benefits. He's like, Hover got me here, and I like, did that's it. and I did experiment on that because with the, you know how important gravity was, mm-hmm. I was like the top. I was in the top 200 most of the time. The last few months I was on there, yeah. And it didn't do anything. Well, no, like, and I like posted. You, you would have to be the top 200, like, the first month that came out. Yeah, exactly. Because then people are like, then if you were there, you were con- you then continued to grow because people would, at that point in time, you're the only ones they were seeing. And then turn that, the algorithm worked in your favor and you were just, yeah, you know, you're there. And still, you had to put, you know, videos onto it um, to keep up there, which is great. It made sense. Made sense on paper, but the execution was poor. Yeah. Um, and that's what it was. I mean, other than that, like, I have to put the elephant out there. The Facebook is also another one of those those apps, the social media world that I started off with loving. Yeah. Like, here. I'm a MySpace kid. I had a MySpace. I had a live journal. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm old, and I Nerd. had a live journal. Then I had a MySpace, and I loved my MySpace. And then MySpace started to collapse upon itself, and that was the one of the first adopters of Facebook. I had an EDU back in the day when that first came out. Like I remember, like, hey, this is Facebook. This is new. You have to be a college kid. And I, when that notice came out, I got my college uh, email the same day. So I'm like, ah, <laughs> boom, and yes. uh, was on there. And I liked the beginning of Facebook, 
cool setup. Enjoyed it. Uh, like the fact there was just college kids in there, and then it 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 evolved into the creepy platform it is today. Uh yeah. I get more, I get more ads than I get like things. Yeah, has to say it's just more like a I would say a bot or spam or however, but yeah, it's just you get out. I would of imagine. I would imagine Facebook to me is like if the world was a if if my if rewind if the computer was in my mind and I was living with you know technology in my brain where I can do stuff. I can imagine just seeing ads constantly in my life. Just mm-hmm. you have glaucoma. Here's Coca-Cola. Like, and this constant ad running over here in the corner is a floating bubble of some kind of ad for McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that's what I imagine my world in Facebook is now. Now it's like, this is just horrible. There's two things I think of Facebook. I think of A, a yearbook that everybody went to school with. I can yeah. see all the memories or things that we did. Yeah. And then the other one is just family gathering. I'm like, I can... <laughs> I wouldn't. That's what Facebook reminds me of, and usually not in a positive light. That or my mom's, my mom and dad's, or my mom's constant posts on like random glitter things she finds, like gifts that are super sparkly. Like, remember your day. Call your mom. Like stuff like that. Like just weird stuff that gets tagged to my face. She's like, here, check this out. Mom, just I'll call you. What do you want me? I'll call you on the phone. Like you don't need to do a Facebook glitter post to me. Like, yeah, get out of here or. Some of my relatives are super political and they post oh, like yeah. over the top weird conspiracy stuff. It's like uh, Babylon B for yeah, I, I know how that goes. So like not to derail us, over the weekend we had a family party and my aunt brought up the fact that Florida is hiring all these teachers down there because they don't they can't I was like, Yeah, talking they're talking teacher conversation and I was like, Yeah. It's hard to find a job. There's a lot of openings. If you want to be a teacher, it's not that hard anymore, and especially in the state of Michigan, which is one of the most difficult states to get a teaching certificate in. Um, I go, it's not as not as hard. And she's like, oh yeah, Florida is like looking for teachers left and right. I go, yeah, because everyone left. And she's like, why? I'm like, because she's like looked at me like, then one of my cousins was like, well, it's because they're you know, super right winged or super this or super that. I'm like, yeah, and they treat their teachers like garbage down there. Yeah. They left. You're not surprised that can't make a decision, but here's a gun. I mean, not to get super political, one yeah. other, like, but you can also tell how a, a state can be in its in its teaching ways, yeah, or how weird a teaching teaching can go. So every state has what they call standards and benchmarks that the state of the states set out to teachers saying these are the things you have to cover and this is what we'll test you on based on our state testing stores so this is what we want to make sure that every student learns in our state okay common core math is same across the board so it's the same math equations like everyone in seventh grade or sixth grade or whatever should learn this adding subtracting you know at this age or this time cool perfect social studies is the only one that's not regulated across state for state now if you want to know how open or free or um, I don't want to use the word indoctrinated, but like how a teacher can become very problematic and start putting their more views and their wants and their, their, 
their stuff into the teaching curriculum, especially social studies teachers, look at the standards and benchmarks for that state. If it's paper thin, that gives the teacher a lot of freedom to do whatever they want. And then, then that teacher is now pushing out rhetoric or words that are probably not the best thing to say. If it's a large document that's really figured out, a lot of rigor, a lot of thought process put into it, then that teacher is not going to be apt to go off script. Okay. So states like Texas, beep, really tiny. And it's pretty much Texas history. That's it. Occasional constitution words, you know, America. Yeah. Really, really tiny. Florida, three pieces of paper for wow. the entire secondary education process. Wow. Alaska, several pieces of paper, and it's majority on indigenous history, which is fine. That's their thing. But that's it. So I always joke, like, I'm, I'm making some connections here that are probably like correlation instead of actual connection, but I'm noticing a pattern. Yeah. Like, if the state has, like, these standards really tiny and their benchmarks really tiny, then there's a lot of issues. That's funny. <laughs> Learn something new. I like okay. that. Anyways, tangent off. Go well, back. Um, since we're going off of that, what would you um, you know, there's a lot of garbage and toxic negativity on social oh, yeah. media. So, do you have a social media blackout day, or just where you don't get yeah much or yeah yeah? So, I mean, personally for me, like especially streaming. And do all stuff. I I need to be active as mm-hmm. much as possible on 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 social media platforms. Um, and I was engrossed into my phone a lot of the time, and then I felt that I was definitely too engrossed, especially in my household. And I was like, "This is I have younger kids. I want to be in their lives too. I can't just be on my phone constantly. I can't be doing things like that." Um, so. I actually adamantly found a, a a program that will help kind of keep me present without actually having me physically be there, which is nice. So I can kind of plan out things and schedule out things and put out thoughts and really kind of structure out like, hey, these are things. And then also gives me analytic, uh, analytics on like interaction so I can tweak things a little bit so I know when I'm more active. Um, yeah. I noticed, especially when I was able to do that, and keep that activity up, I would get more interaction later on, like my streams, which is nice. What do you use? I use, uh, it's called, let me get the right term, Metacool. Yeah, Metric Cool. So it's like, well, Met, Met, Metricool. So it's M E T R I C O O L. Um, free program. You can pay for more stuff, but it's a free program, which I really like and it lets me post stuff. And the cool part is, I'm giving away my secret here. <sighs> it doesn't put the little thing on the bottom saying it's written by a bot. Oh, that's cool. Or it doesn't say written by this program. It's meant to be you doing it. You're just planning it in the future. You just schedule it, essentially? Yeah, it's a big schedule. Um, you can do 15 in a month or 50 posts in a month. Okay. Well, if you have just one day, like, where you kind of zone out, you know, from it, that's plenty of posts. 
I'll sit on I'll sit on Monday and do two weeks worth. And just oh, kind of okay. write out two weeks of posts, just some basic stuff two weeks out. And then maybe the next Monday I might add some more on the week four or this one. I mean, I occasionally will go on and add it, add my extra ones in there, but it just keeps cool. me present without actually keeping me present. Um, so that allows me to black out more day uh, off social media on a day-to-day cool. basis. Um, but then I also have made it a very strong thing. Like Sundays, I'm, I X myself off every social media, my everything. Like I off Twitter, social media, Sundays, I'm just off. I'm with my family. The phone's down. I'm not on Reddit. I'm not on anything. I'm not on TikTok. I'm just done. Um, it's been a process. Tell you the truth. You get addicted to social media. <laughs> the withdrawals. It does happen. Um, but I'm every weekend I've been less and less on there, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, and then I'm doing stuff with the kids more. I'm playing with them more. I'm being more active in the house. Um, me and my wife because I'm like, hey, get off the phone. Gosh, would you please go text Alex? I'm so sick of you already. Getting on the phone for 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, I just started doing that, and it does seem to. I don't know. It makes it, it makes the day a little bit better. Cool. So. Yeah, I go. I'm a little bit lighter on Sundays, but I. I uh, I think I have. I don't know whether it's the addiction. I like to be. I like to stay busy with the whole thing and the content. Yeah, that's just that's just me. But um, yeah, I definitely go lighter on Sundays. Or uh, usually I'll decide that day if I got a lot of stuff to do, if I'm gonna be somewhere near it or I'm not. Because I'll just leave my phone somewhere if I'm not gonna be. You know? Oh yeah, I try. That's what I try. I try to leave my phone. Like I'll turn it on yeah. so I can hear. Yeah. Phone calls, but I'll put it somewhere where yeah. I'm not For like it's not in my pocket anymore. For me, that typically works. So when I decide to walk out something, and I also during the, during the summer, I'm lot I'm a lot less online. Yeah, usually if I'm outside or something, yeah. Yeah, I don't even I don't even think about it. I mean, I can disconnect when I need to. But yeah, I haven't been disciplined enough to come up with a specific uh, day or time frame. So, mm-hmm. I'll yeah, that. like I'm working on the one thing I'm working on is I'm trying to work on during the day too. Like I'm trying to find like, hey, during this time I don't want to touch it. And yeah, that's what I'm really working on. So that that at website does help me do that. So sweet, I can still be present without being present. And like you can also do more posts, not just on Twitter. You can post, I think, on Facebook. You can do like multiple posts at locations and. Cool. You can even set up your YouTube TikTok posts. Um, nice. Which is nice. Then I use for my TikToks. I use Eclipse. Um, dot GG for that one because then I make my TikTok and then I schedule it. <laughs> and I make my TikTok and I schedule it. So like nice. it's all pre-postable. Um, so it's kind of cool. Cool. I like it. It's organization. I- so. I like I like my bots. I like things like that. So, yeah, I mean, social media does have a positive and negatives. Um, I think one of the biggest I'm gonna put it, one of the biggest negatives is you just get lost. And yeah, the well, other thing, go ahead. It's an infinite rabbit hole. It is. That's what I say. It's that, that rabbit hole situation or that soundboard. It's that that's one of the biggest things I think that is a big issue with social media is that as a human race. Um, if we find someone that agrees with us, we feel invincible. 
And then in yeah. turn, it becomes a giant soundboard where then we find other people that agree with us and we get bigger invincibility. So good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a major, yeah, a major problem with social and media. And I never thought that the Matrix had it right. Take the blue pill, that's Twitter. Take the red pill, you go down the rabbit hole, that's YouTube or Reddit. Yeah. You can go with either. <laughs> well, like, even like just like on Facebook, I mean, you just get. You could be the craziest person out there and say weird stuff, and you can find the other weird, crazy person, and then mm-hmm. you find more weird, crazy people saying the same crazy, weird things, and all of a sudden you're like, "This must be true," and it it evolves into something worse. That's oh, what yeah. I think is a big issue. So uh, we we've been talking about, um, you know, social media, mm-hmm. uh, blackout days, so and con, you know, scheduling stuff like when you put up different content on different platforms so speaking of that going back to that what do you um all right like is there certain days you focus on making like you were saying tiktok videos or um i know you because you stream i mean we obviously have monday that we focus on the podcast in terms of uh sitting down and recording it nine out of ten times so yeah um, uh to be honest i try to do everything on monday um because Monday for me is usually a light work day. Okay. Um, and usually I can get some, I usually can schedule like an hour out of my day to kind of do that and still be working, um, which is nice. So I can kind of, there's usually when I can squiggle that in. Um, if not that day, um, usually by, by Wednesday, I have everything done and planned out with like the little bits of time here or there. Um, but usually I try to do Monday just because I don't know, it's not a lot of interaction with kids on Monday. I usually have all my meetings scheduled on Monday for other things, and sometimes they get canceled, they finish early, and I, you know, or it's super annoying. I'm sitting here like I can't listen to you talk anymore because you're gonna bash my head into a wall and you're making no sense. And just let me just do something, keep my brain from exploding. I kind of uh, figured you had that moment today because you redid all the bots in your Discord. So, I mean, today was a uh, today was a special day because it's like teacher meeting in service day. So yeah, it was a bunch of meetings of like, like oh, I just wanted to bash my head in because, man, yeah, you, you say you do everything on Mondays. Now I'm gonna give away the secret of your stream right here, but mm. um. You know, putting up those pre-recorded streams like you do for Tuesdays. And yeah, Thursdays, yeah. And then expecting me to go in there and live chat and pretend that I'm interacting with a yeah, live yeah, is a little Jeremy. ridiculous. I mean, so you guys realize how, how much skill goes into that scripting to make sure that you know what to say, when to say yeah. it, so it looks like I'm alive. I well, mean, for really me, it stinks because you leave, make me do all the work and I have to go and transcribe the entire thing. Well, that, how do and you... And then I have to write my my conversation against it well then how are you gonna get the peanuts that i send you in the mail i don't know i mean the first pipe bomb went off in the mail. i mean it just it doesn't I, <laughs> the arrangement's got to change so um but you can't know no i do not record them they're all live i promise yes, he doesn't send me pipe bombs in the mail no he doesn't no peanuts were harmed in the making of this uh, no peanuts were harmed no 
referral. No, but I mean, I do try to plan that out. And yeah. with what you've been helping me with is to create that structure more in my streams, which is nice. Because you Ooh. sent me that massive uh, breakdown of the Roman generals that have, you know, it's my been reading today and coming up plans and how that conversation is going to go tomorrow. That's why you limit and numbers. It worked out great. Cool. So that's great. That I mean that that helps out a lot. So you've been helping me plan my streams out more, not be so much the seat of my pants. Um, which that's is one of, one of the things I've been I've been focusing on myself. Like for my, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Sorry, yeah. but um, yeah, I do a lot of the same thing with you in terms of content planning on Mondays. Um, I do. Um, since we. It's just the way it's like my classes work. My classes mm -hmm. start up Monday, so every week they go Monday to Sunday. So by like Sunday night, I'm winding those down. And usually Monday, I don't have to do anything too intense with them. I just kind of look at them before I do it. So I kind of do all my my content planning, whether it's help and stuff for your streamer, stuff for the podcast. All well, and then, I mean, toss yeah, out here. So, I mean, I, even then, like, I don't. I don't just only content think on Monday, like over the weekends, mm -hmm. I'm writing notes down on pieces of paper. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about other things. I just don't act on them until Monday. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. And well, yeah, same thing. Cause it's like, yeah. um, and there's different things like Tuesdays. I spend a lot of the time just like editing the podcast and doing that kind of stuff and getting it ready. Um, so like, what are, like you mentioned, thinking about stuff you know other days throughout the week so what are some of the ways you like get yourself into that zone or is there just certain like if you're in a certain room at a certain time do you start thinking or the kids are asleep or if you're laying there tired and can't sleep i'm so i i don't sleep um that's why i say no i don't sleep much but like when i say don't sleep like i don't i'm not actively a person but i'll be awake yeah, I like sit there. Um, a lot of the times, um, so I learned this back when I was in college, is that I just randomly come up with ideas. Not to say like I'm a, like a genius or some weird shit. Like I just like it just hits me. Like all of a sudden, like oh, this is a great idea. Let me write this down, and then I end up like forgetting about it. And before cell phones were able to like put notepads in it, I used to carry around like a notepad. And like when I was in school. Um, cause when I was at school, I was involved in fraternity, uh, fraternal fraternity, uh, at one point I ended up being like the president of a fraternity. So I like, I'll think of new plans or structures or, you know, events or something. And I'll write it down on a piece of paper and I had a notebook I would carry around and just write down stuff or like, I need to talk to so-and-so about this crazy idea I have and see if it works yeah. or, you know, I'm going to go do this. Um, and really I kept a notepad with me all the time. And even I would wake up in the middle of the night and be like, you know what? That was a great idea. Let me write this down. And so I kind of kept that mentality going. Um, so I'll be at the store with the, with everybody. And I'd be like at Target sitting there going, I'm like, you know what? That'd be something good to talk about. <laughs> it's out of the blue. We'd write it down yeah. real quick. Or um, uh -huh. I'll, I'll actually sit in with my kids and be like, hey, what do you think about this for this? for my stream like oh that's a good idea all right write that down and so like i don't know that's 
that's what it is. Like it doesn't, there's not a room or event or I don't turn my mind on to the on concept. <laughs> I just kind of just let it hit me um, as much as possible. And I think th it works well for me. I mean, I, was, I know a lot of people that need that structured time to sit down and like plan out yeah. or to think about stuff like that. I just, it, that's just not me. Yeah. I get, I always will send emails to myself or jot stuff down in, in notes yeah. on, the, on the phone, like you mentioned. And then um, one of the other things I usually will see is I'm like, when I'm watching a stream or something, or um, I've been doing a lot of just researching stuff on the marketing and different things. And mm -hmm. I'll see a bunch of that stuff. So like, man, I want to try this or I want to do this. So yeah, usually when I'm, watching something or doing something it'll put me into the okay, like, man i can apply that this way to something i'm doing or involved with and yeah that's how it works for me so yeah and then i guess nothing that puts out there like when you talk about like getting me in the zone to do something like when it comes to tiktoks like if i come across one that like interests me or a sound that kind of strikes me like oh i'm gonna use this sound or i'm gonna use this I'm going to do a duet against this or I'm going to, you know, stitch into this one because this one's got a good story. Um, that's what I'll, I'll find those. And that kind of helps like the inspiration kind of helps me grow. Or uh, I can watch on the streamer and I kind of like what they do or do something. I'm like, hey, can I emulate that in some way? Or can I take some of that thought, not steal it, but take it and kind of morph it into my world? Yeah. Um, that'd be cool. Like, and then... I've been trying to put in my Discord, make them public, so that I keep up on them. So they're on my Discord channel and they're my plans. So like when I come up with these crazy plans, I put them in there to kind of do that. Like I said, hey, I want to try. I'm gonna look at fourth wall for merch. And you're like, oh, new merch. I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing merch. And then we had a you know a Discord yeah. back and forth about that. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It just kind of helps keep me accountable too. That's the other problem. Is yeah. Accountability. Exactly. Just trying to be able to, um, yeah, act on those. Cause I, I, for a while, I was real bad there with like, oh, that's a great idea. And then just never doing anything. Yeah. Like I'd always parking lot it, as I called it. But then I would turn around and it'd be like, man, this parking's full. Yeah. Or like when I was in my, uh, my office, I had a whiteboard next to me and literally just had a, like a blue Sharpie or a blue expo mark. And I was writing things down. <sighs> and then, my principal combines like, what are these random thoughts you have written down? I'm like, oh, this is this, this is this, and this is this. Like, well, that's cool. Let's do those. And you walk away and come back in. You make any of that progress on those ideas? I'm like, oh, no, I scrapped them all because I forgot all about them and they're not going to work. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, oh, I was like, yeah, I go, I do that a lot, Brian. You know, I'll write things down and then I'll look at it and I'll think about it and I go back and look at it and think about it and I realize, nah, not going to work. And I erase it. Love it. So, so, um, well, I think we have one more uh topic we could jump into real quick. I think we got a little bit of time left, and I was really. I mean, kind of talks about social media. Yeah, it does. I mean, we can we can tie it. It kind of ties into the uh, I think to what I you mean, it's more current history. It's more current event situation that always it's it's a current event thing. Yeah, but I think oh. you could uh. It's made the rounds on social media, and I think it um, it, it's kind of like you said that people that agree 
feed off of each other, you know, one way or the other. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Stop. Okay. It's the M&M thing, people. We're talking about M&Ms here. We're talking about candy spokespeople. And I came, I came, or my wife came across it and sent it to me. She's like, this is weird and ridiculous. And I fully agree. I am beyond confused on this statement and what's going on. Um, so if anyone doesn't know, Eminem, the company of Eminem's came out with a statement this morning, January 23rd, stating that the last year has made them question the spokes candies. And the spokes candies is like red, yellow, green, blue, uh, orange, uh, brown, and then now purple. Um, so, yeah, they made the spokes candies. They had fun making them. I think they're funny. They're hilarious. I, you know, red and, red and yellow at, you know, during Halloween with the, you know, turning the ghost and during Christmas, seeing Santa and fainting. Like, they're just kind of those iconic figures. Um, so they decided to put an indefinite pause on them. And replace them with Maya Randolph. Fine. Cool. A real person. But why? <laughs> why, Jeremy? Why stop the spokes candies? I'll tell you why. <laughs> There's two answers. They are either insulting to people that are, you know, all for women's rights i guess sex appeal would be a potential thing um not saying yeah, you, they insult everyone but it's a round that, candy with yeah, that was Move on. some of the features that were mentioned with you know the long legs they shortened them uh changed the type of shoes they were wearing and then on the other side of the spectrum they are considered now woke candies because they are inclusive and, and they're rainbow color now just candy yeah and the, the rainbow color so you but have the white statement. Oh, anyways, you have all flavors now of uh, of opinion in there, and um, none of them taste good. It's like, man, like you said, they're candies. Just don't overthink it. You're thinking too hard. That's why I tell half my kids I work with. You're thinking too hard. Stop thinking so hard. Yeah, like... don't ruin candy for my kids, please. And it's all it, it pretty much so yeah brown the brown M M&M and M is because the brown M&M had longer legs and wore boots and didn't have socks so it seemed to be a quote unquote sexy M M&M. and M yeah okay and she wears glasses and she kind of has that like saunter and her language is that way but she's more the confident woman type action that's what I got out of it yeah. and you know that whole thing fine. Cool. And then they added on now the purple M&M, which is a peanut M&M that is purple and she's female and she's overweight. It's just a peanut. And that was like the bro. That was, that's what broke this. And this is why we have this now. Like the. It's an M&M. Like, OK, fine. They made it. They made it. A, it, does, it doesn't look different. Mm hmm. I don't get it. Why are they talking about it? It really doesn't affect how we eat them or how they taste, considering they never had legs, faces, or any features. So many commercials. Let me tell you something. 
if your Make M&Ms them. are talking to you, they're different M&Ms. Like can of worms. That's a yeah. different kind of M&M. You got the you got the drugs that look like candy, okay? So <laughs> Those aren't M&Ms. That's a different problem. Yeah. <sighs> but are, I think M&Ms. people need to stop uh, charging everything with. Uh, we don't Reasons. care about your opinion, or or even like the Pink Floyd one, the issue with Pink Floyd in the fiftieth. You seen this one? Oh, Jeremy, talk about social media. You're not on it. Get out of here. I'm probably so, so a bunch of people are all mad about uh Pink Floyd's 50th album or 50th anniversary album release because inside the f- zero of the 50th it's got the rainbow flag. Oh no, I, I am slow on this, but then people are like, uh, have you seen the album? It's got a rainbow on it, like, yeah, are you like, no, it, it's not woke, it's 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 their symbol. And also, have you actually listened to their music? Do you know what they're singing about? Do you know what the you know the brick in the wall means? Like, oh like, boy, no, they don't. Do you know all that music during that time frame was kind of <sighs> written in this like quote unquote woke world? Like, mm. so yeah, that was another one. Like people are like, well, playing floor is not woke. This is horrible. No, they're they no, it's not that they're now woke. They've always been this way. They're nothing's changed. And yes, you're dumb. Again, bad side of social media. People just all of a sudden are just free to say what they want, how they want to say, and then get to the point where they're just not contradicted by anybody. And if they do get contradicted, it's they're behind keyboards and they're warriors. Exactly. Yeah, so there's no uh it's no fear when it's virtual. So yeah, I mean, they. Uh... But the Eminem thing just—that was the camel that broke my back when it came to this. I'm like, that is ridiculous. Yeah, use social media responsibly, people. Please. Or get out of the pool. I mean, come on. Exactly. Ah, oh, cheese and crackers. So. Well, we probably lost a bunch of followers right there. All right. It's all good. It's all it's all social media. How do you use it? We've been oh, talking social about media. social media and content all night. So it's good uh, to examples of that. So I uh right. I feel good about that. Um I think that's a good place to probably uh, wrap up for the night. Well, yeah, and how about this? While you're listening, if you still are, give us your opinion on this whole M M&M and M fiasco. Um and I don't know. Either way, whatever you want to say, it'd be great to hear it. And um, you know, what, um, great to discord it. You use, yeah, yeah, and tell us what kind of what uh, what social media you like to use the most. Yeah, what um, if you can find you there to talk yeah, to you? There you go. What content? If you're a content creator, what do you um, you know, what do you use to help promote your uh, your show, or what do you want to try, or is there something you want to learn more about? Yeah. So, um, we do have some pretty informative episodes usually in the form of interviews that we've done with people that yeah. um, are content creators they share a lot of their methodologies and things that have worked for them and one of it yeah so go back and listen to those if you want some good tips so i will never admit i'm the expert but i'll find some for us exactly there's always an answer out there there so. is but we appreciate it. and yeah when you're typing or they you know twitter especially because i'm on there quite a bit I try to keep an eye out for any comments and I try to respond to posts that I see in our stuff. So yeah, if you're posting on there, I'd be happy to talk to you. Um, 
You always at Tutor Zero One me anywhere. I'll be happy to talk to you as well. Exactly. And we put all the socials, our personal ones, and then the show stuff yeah, as well into the descriptions and the notes. So in it all. Yeah. So yeah. all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Have a good night. And have a wonderful night. Potatoes. <laughs>